The FujiCast is an independent loading zone production. Monday 27th of April. The FujiCast. What you don't know, just a moment ago, as we were launching into this, I, I started the show. So Monday 27th of August. I thought, oh, it does feel like that. I don't even know what, what, what month it is anymore, Kev. It's Good Friday, isn't it? Or is it, <laughs> isn't it, uh, is it Christmas is it, Eve or is something? Is it Boxing Day? <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, it is definitely a sun, uh, 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 definitely a Monday, a Sunday, a Monday, definitely a month. Oh God, I give up today. Happy Monday to you, Kev. <laughs> uh, yeah, happy Monday, Neil. How was oh, your weekend? Oh dear. Um, it was good. Um, the sunshine is over, isn't it? For uh, for this week, the, um, we've got the clouds coming in and the rain coming in, and uh, sixteen days of rain ahead of us. No, is it? Yeah, I thought next. I thought this coming weekend. Oh, you 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 live by Metchek, don't you? It's quite good usually, isn't it? I thought I thought this coming weekend was pretty good. Metchek, rain, 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 lovely. All right, welcome to uh, a brand new week. Today on the show, we've got the um, the Daily Photo Challenge. Last week of the Daily Photo Challenge, set by Kev. Uh, we'll we'll look back at last Monday's as well. Um, as it's a Monday, we've got the uh, the answers to the uh, Friday's Bar Nuts quiz. And I'm going to set a new challenge. I've thought of a challenge, Kev. We should have discussed oh. this in the programme meeting beforehand. But right, I'll get my coat then. <laughs> you may or may not like it, but it's just a little idea, a little thought I had. Um, as I was out on my daily walk um, yesterday, but we can talk about that in a while. Um, right, should we start with a question? Yes, let's go. Uh, oh, by the way, welcome to the Fuji Cast, daily instead of weekly. Just in case you were thinking, what the hell am I listening to here? Ray Skyler starts off with this week. Love the show, boys. Yada yada yada. What he's got a couple of questions actually. This has become the the <laughs> seems to be the new norm. Is uh, let's get in there with two or three questions in the same mouth. What is keeping you sane at this time? <laughs> I'm not sure we are, are we? Hmm, don't know. What's you? What? What? But I don't know. You, you go first. You answer first. I feel uh, like I answer first too many times. For, for me, I think just um, actually being able to come into this this room, which is the studio, which is reasonably soundproofed, um, has a doormat that says the sanctuary, and that's what it effectively feels like. This is this has been my sanity. I think. Kev. Yeah, it really has. Um, I've spent far too long in here. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I've got. I've, got I've, I've not got. I've given up thinking of work-life balance. I just you know, work when I feel like it, which seems to be quite a lot. Yeah, I. Um, I don't know really. I, I, I've been keeping myself busy, you know, doing stuff. I just did some stuff this morning. Didn't do. I tend not to try not to do too much work on the weekends, even yeah. though it's hard not to because there's not really a lot more to do, you know. Yeah. Um, and of course, the computers in the living room and stuff. So, yeah, I've just been kind of plodding on. <laughs> yeah, I found a lot of clients now ordering. A razor, a wedding uh, photographer. I found a lot of clients now ordering their wedding books at just mm. the time I'm in lockdown cash flow problems. Any yeah. thoughts on how to hold people off until the good times roll? Do you know, oddly, we were talking about this just the other day, weren't we? We were. Yeah, hey, I've got one come back from like four years ago, <laughs> and they want all of these changes and everything. And I'm like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Well, I mean, if, if the, um, my take on this is, is fairly, fairly um, mercenary, I think, in that if it's within the, the time frame of the of reality of realistic weddings, you know, if their wedding was like, I don't know, six months ago or something, then you're just going to have to get on with it. Yeah. You know, there's no precedent. They, yeah. they, they need their album and, and, you know, the album companies need your money. And, yeah. and so that's the way it is. Um, if you're a good business person, then the money that you get for the albums up front should be in a separate mm. bank account. Really. Is, that, is that how you do yours? 
yeah. So I have mine. I have mine in a. Um, I call it a product account. So um, all of the the income that comes from album sales or a percentage of the package price. That is, if they've got an album on their package, it goes in there, and that's what I buy the albums out of. So uh, there's still a little bit left in there. Um, so typically, you shouldn't really be up the up the swanny when that happens. No. However, there is the occasion, like I said, a four year old wedding client that comes back um you know wants some changes wants you know a couple of images in different order and various things like that and i just say to them yep it's you know it's going to take me three hours and it's going to be 150 pounds an hour have you not found yourself borrowing from the the product account in these uh, these um, unusual times we live in where we're well, you know, you're I, thinking I, right i need to get a bit from there a bit from there just keep business uh, you know afloat no i haven't but i'll tell you why um and and that's probably because i've been quite lucky in that all of the albums i've or most of the vast majority of the albums i've had to deal with uh, over the last kind of 18 months I've, I've done their albums pretty quick so i haven't got a whole load of money in there that's just dead money sitting there waiting for them to come along right. so there's not a great deal in there for them to you know for me to borrow from however my tax account which is a separate one <laughs> that's been lent on very heavily recently <laughs> oh. so the money that i put aside i, I typically put aside 20 percent of all profit or, or sorry all turnover 20 percent goes yeah. into the tax account um and uh, and that's obviously there to to pay the tax. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's now been depleted somewhat. <laughs> photo, photo films for me used to be where the money used to go out because well you you know we mentioned it the other day we used to we used to license music from the same um, online music library mm. and uh, they were quite expensive per time weren't they? Oh yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. now with Artlist dot io. Um, I found that that's a totally different thing because, of course, you pay for it. I, my, I'm, I'm, I think I'm about six or seven months into my my yearly subscription, so I'm not paying per month at the moment. I paid it up front, and um, that allows me to download as much as I want. That used to be for me. That was like albums. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. I mean, if you're still paying individual rates for for background music to photo films, then you really want to look at something yeah. like Artlist. Yeah. It's it, it's definitely the way forward. And and so far, they're the the only ones that essentially allow you to do whatever you want with the with I the know. music, Amazing. even after your license expires. Um, and last question from Ray: Will you be wearing face masks at weddings when you return? Now, I thought about this only the other day, and I thought I I've always I've always felt in the summer with my beautifully polished head that I should actually be wearing a hat, but hats don't really suit me. And Sam said to me, on, you know, I said, what, what if I wear one of those, like, Peaky Blinder hats? He said, you look an idiot. Come on. But, but of course, that's much better than having any form of um, terrible uh, disease um, because you, you've got sunburn on your bonds. But, um, yeah, but this is, this is now... You know, do you, do you expect to see wedding guests wearing them? Oh, I'm sure they will. Um, first of all, we've got to have some weddings. Let's let's That's let's true. get over hurdle number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if the government say that you should wear masks, then yeah. But obviously, they have to provide the masks because there isn't yeah. any masks. Uh, and hence that's personally why i think they're not making the suggestion i personally think they don't say it's best to wear a mask because clearly it is um yeah but in in, in parts of america no parts of america they've made you wear masks but you have, you have to make oh, was that breezy you have to make your own oh hold on a sec sorry breezy <laughs> Come here. one dis- one dispatched breezy breezy was having a, a um a noisy dream as Aww. we like to call it well, dreaming of bones <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So you don't. So in some countries, I think it's New York. In this, somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. 
but you're not allowed to go out on the street unless you're wearing your mask. But there aren't enough masks, so people are making their own. What are they making them out of? Well... Handkerchiefs, pointless. Unless it's a surgical mask, surely that's the case. In which case, you know, you you can't just have arbitrary demands on people to wear a mask and then there isn't any. Mm. Um, So, I don't know. Who who knows? I I just want some weddings. I'll go dress as a gorilla (laughs) if it helps me get some weddings. In your gorilla suit. I'll go in my gorilla suit. I'm perfectly protected. I am no danger to anybody. I am within a suit. (laughs) <laughs> i will be the baboon oh, with the camera yeah. um two wedding questions uh, to start with marcus cohen slowly slowly i've been setting up my wedding photography business and getting everything together do you remember Mar- marcus was the guy that sent the email about his wife being concerned about him shooting bridal preps because yeah. she said she doesn't want him in a room with naked ladies do you remember that one yes that I was do. marcus um anyway so i'm slowly getting i've taken some shots of friends weddings initially gave me some pictures from a website now i've actually secured a paying client for now this email came in a couple of months ago for june which he says is great news we'll put a caveat on that that i'm I'm not quite sure that um, we will be shooting any weddings in june i have to say some some of the advice you've handed out certainly helped me staying motivated and on the track beers are owed just go get the wedding markers don't worry about the beers at the moment so i'm spending some time working on techniques i have an x pro 3 and an xt3 i just wanted to ask you both what focusing and shooting techniques you use uh, when you're working with these cameras so uh, i know you're going to say straight away we should have a jingle for it back button focusing back button focusing <laughs> with kevin yeah <laughs> can we have a jingle made up for that that would be <laughs> we should have one uh, what about face detection i like to th- keep things really simple and concentrate on the actual event rather than fiddling with a camera so uh, any tips greatly appreciated marcus cohen in Leeds. so back button focusing for you obviously yeah i never do face detection yeah, yeah. Focus technique is always back button and maybe continuous if, if uh, you know, like bridal recessional or something like that. No face detection. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sing, sing, single shot for me. Single shot. Um, and I, t- I tend to, you know, I, I really, I don't, I can't remember the last time I used face, face recognition for, for focusing on, in continuous mode. I just, um, I tend to only use that mode when I'm filming. I've never touched it photographically, really. Um, but you do for the recessional and for for the processional as well. Uh, no, 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 because they're walking slowly there, aren't yeah. they? And it's you know generally they're just like, it's mostly for the confetti, I should say, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, continuous focus, but the the um, the thing about the face detection, by the way, is it's interesting because I know a lot of the Sony users swear by it, and I, I, I believe that the, the Sony system is is you know better than the Fuji system at face detection. Mm. But I, I you know when you're shooting. I, I can understand it fully for portraits, for example, you know, if you're doing portraits and you need to get pin focus on the eyes or whatever. I can't, I just, for for kind of our style, a documentary approach, I just, unless you're one of these people that just basically rides the shutter all day long and, and takes 20,000 pictures, I don't really see the benefit of it. Um, maybe I'm missing something, I don't know, but I, I, you know, to me it seems like it's a, Right, constantly track, shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I just, uh, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong way to do it. I just don't shoot that way, and so I, I, I just, yeah, it just doesn't. It's not something I need to kind of do. It's not something you think about. The Daily Show right. Photo Challenge. Last week of the photo challenge. This week, Kev, you you were beginning to pull your hair out, weren't you, over this one? And we don't want you looking like me as well. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a good head of hair still. Retain it, please. No, I'm not sure. For the, for the sake of us both. Right, last, uh, last, okay, yeah. last, so Monday, last Monday then. What was last Monday? The challenge was 
how are you entertaining yourself? Oh, oh yes. Ooh. We had approximately 135 entries. <laughs> and were people entertaining themselves well? Uh-oh. No, not like that. Put your head back in. Out of the gutter, please. There was there was a lot of good ones. Obviously, a lot of pictures of uh, Nathan Wake put a picture of uh, Game of Monopoly in progress. There was a lot of pictures of cameras and yeah. uh, some Fitbit shots and roller skates and record players came up. Pascal Diamond, nice little black and white picture yeah. of his his record player. Do you still call them record players, or do people yeah. like you call them turntables? Uh, did you? In the BBC, we called them grams, uh, as in gramophones. Yeah. So the, on the fader, it would have gram one and gram two. Well, there was a picture from yeah. um, some some bloke that I know who turned a whole pile of rubbish wood into an tr- actual train and stuck his child <laughs> in it. Um, what sort of idiot would do something like that? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of pictures. Uh, there was a lot of models going on. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Lego and all that kind of stuff. I love David Swale's one. Um, he did uh, Lego robots um, yeah. uh, marked, uh, using his uh, USB boxes as well. So the Lego robots were holding his USB boxes. However, the one that I think stood out for me the most, <laughs> that I found very, very funny, um, because, of course, it's it was about how are you entertaining yourself, right? It was. I need to find it there. It's Morton Jensen. Jensen? Jensen? I don't know. I think um, we decided he's Jensen. Jensen. Yeah. his toilet he took a picture of his toilet oh, i saw this one <laughs> <laughs> and he'd put the uh he'd use the uh toilet rolls to make it look like eyes yes. and then the uh presumably the the kind of bath mat or whatever hanging out to the toilet to look yeah, like a big yeah. red tongue it was brilliant uh, yeah it was very entertaining and that entertained me so I, there you I, go morton i meant Good to, to i meant to ask morton if he could uh if i could possibly use that for my instagram bathroom travels account toilet <laughs> toilets of the world that would be brilliant it would be perfect in there Morton, would yeah. you mind me using it? Ooh, right. I also like Jonathan's one of his uh, bottle of red wine and two glasses because that just made me go, hmm, lovely. <laughs> You're ready. Yeah. Right, what's a new one for, for today then? What, what's, what have we got? Mon- Monday's photo challenge from Kev. Last, uh, last ones of the week. Today's photo challenge is, what did we say we were going to do last week? Numbers. Okay, yes. So the number is one. Right. Um, and the pictures have to... Uh, and ideally, we, I keep saying this, ideally do it on the day that you listen to the podcast or, you know, yeah. on the day surrounding the podcast. Yeah. So we're looking for images that when you look at it, and it's not necessarily just the number one of your door number or something, you know, kind of emphasizes singularity, one. Oh. Just one. And it could be, you could be creative and line up a whole load of books into the word number one, or it could be a single object in focus and everything mm-hmm. else out of focus, very kind of um, abstract could be anything i could show i could show you my bank statement and have the last pound that we're down to now one well i mean you've got any minus signs in front of yours yet (laughs) what's the plus sign (laughs) there we go number one oh dear Um, very good one good one good luck good luck and you can think you might be able to think roughly ahead this week (laughs) (laughs) okay right um music round so so uh, the last of the music ones as well from last week this was i'm describing the song or, or and i needed from you just the artist so here we go kev usually you're you're a one of these um <laughs> this song was recorded for a john peel session in 1982 by a new wave band from liverpool first picture of you massive euro hit in the uk france germany and holland who was the artist i can't re- even remember the music now no, i can't Lo- lotus eaters was the um, do you remember the lotus, Lo- lotus eaters no no okay no never um, even heard of them okay. pa- paparazzi was all all about a camera being a tool that drives a trajectory of fra- fame 
Um, this particular artist, one of the biggest artists of the last decade in terms of sales, and she's known for her philanthropy and social activism. You said Dolly Parton. Are you staying with that? I think I, I think I, I was uh, tossing up between Dolly Parton and Bjork. Bjork, you were, yes. <laughs> which, I definitely, which, I one are you, which one are you going for? Uh, Dolly Parton. Not that it matters. It was Lady Gaga. Oh, I love Lady Gaga as well. Kodachrome. Of course, I never know that song. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Kodachrome is named after Kodak's 35mm film format, referring to the characteristics of the film and its effect on visual culture. This American soloist, famous for loving Graceland, sings, they give us those nice bright colours, they give us the greens of summers. Yes. And I only got this because you mentioned Graceland. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if I got it right, but I went for, in the end, I went for Paul Simon. And you were absolutely right, yes. Yes. The song is on the soles of his shoes. The song photograph from 2015, big hit for this British artist, but a whole bag of trouble too. He was threatened with legal action by two songwriters who said the tune sounded too similar to Matt, Matt Cardle's 2011 single, Amazing. A reasonably sized, undisclosed settlement, oxymoron, followed. And the artist went back to being one of the, the wedding industry's most featured first dance song singers. I think it was that that, uh, yeah. that gave you the Ed answer. Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Picture this, top song. Launched this British artist's career in the States. Tune about the desire to preserve a memory. So we're looking at a 70s song here. Uh, I think I went with status quo. Well, yeah, well, you went. Well, you it was a bit of a it was a bit of a mash between Kylie Minogue and status quo, which went. <laughs> it's a female artiste, so it's it's not status quo. Uh, I bet it's somebody. Well, I'm going to stay with Kylie, but I bet it's somebody like thinking. Oh, you said the seventies, didn't you? Yeah. You just said you didn't say the seventies on Monday, oh, Friday. No, well, I, I did just now. Sorry, um, I changed my mind now. Well, it's not you, Kylie Minogue. Who have you gone for then? I'm going to go for um, British person, 70s, female. 70s, 80s, massive star. Everybody loved her. Pin-ups. I'm going to go, I have no idea. I'm going to go for Blondie. And you're right. There we go. (laughs) No way. (laughs) (laughs) You you rescued yourself right at the end. Three out of five, I think, is is a good score. Yeah. Hey, I'm rubbish at modern music as well. <laughs> all these modern <laughs> pop songs, you can't hear the words. Yeah, but they were all guesses that I got from the clues you put in the words. I didn't. It wasn't the, the title of the song in any case that actually yeah. did it for me. It was the fact that you you adorned them with little clues. The clues is, is as Keith Lemon calls them. Yeah, yeah. I'd be a good uh, criminal investigator. Yeah. Right, you ready for one last question? This is Ignacy, um, pronounced Ignacy from the, from the San Francisco Bay Area. Hi, what Kevin. A beautiful Hi, name. Yeah, it is lovely, isn't it? Ignacy. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Neil. Listen, we're great interested. In a recent interview on the subject of monitor calibration. I thought that one would send. <laughs> would I mean uh, we, we talked openly about this when we were recording it? We'd say it would either send people to sleep or, or it would be something that was really well received. And I'm I'm, I'm delighted that Jeremy Dalder did that one with us, and it was really really well received i've done another one actually which we're just going to put on the youtube channel at some stage because it was a really long hour long one uh, one evening anyway um these days i often edit on an iphone which cannot be calibrated and can have unwanted color shifts when true tone and night shift are enabled sometimes inadvertently but even when editing on a computer boys with a calibrated monitor the end result by others is often viewed via instagram on a phone or on a popular computer like a macbook or an imac or a pc seeing how most people can't or don't calibrate their viewing devices i imagine that your clients may see a difference between what you've edited on your perfect ones and their device by perfect obviously calibrated at what mm-hmm. point what point do you use a popular device like a phone as a reference before sending off your photos really good question ignacy 
from San Francisco in the Bay Area, no less. Do you know Alan Gump? He lives in that area. <laughs> well, I have to say that I have thought about this uh, on a couple of occasions. Um, and then I, I just push it straight out of my mind because ultimately you can only do what you can do and make the pictures as good as possible. Yeah. If you look at it on a uh, iPhone version 1 from 1995 and it doesn't look very good, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, what, what, you, what, what are you going to do? It's, it's a little bit like, you know, if you sell oranges and you, you sell a fresh orange to somebody and then you go around their house three days later and they've, you know, they've left it in the window. And it's all got a bit manky and everything. And then, you know, that's their fault, isn't it? Mm. For putting it in the window and it's gone manky. <laughs> <laughs> that's my analogy. Interesting anyway. analogy. But it's a really good point because um, you, I, I've got a calibrated screen now and I, I colour check the stuff before it goes out. And then I, I look at it on my normal iMac screen, which is to the left, and it looks different. And sometimes I will check it on the phone to see that the gallery is working for the phone. <laughs> that looks, well, not, not incredibly different, but it's subtly different again. I don't know, Kev, I've lost the will to live on all that calibration stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's what I put, that's the point I'm making. You just can't, you can't possibly do it. All you can do is do it in your, you know, to the best of your ability at source, uh, and away it goes. And, and nobody knows. I mean, you know, I, I usually send when I send my clients their the email with their images. I usually say to them, you know, if you can, please sit down and look at these images on a on a proper screen rather than you know, certainly in the first instance. I never want my clients' first impressions of their wedding pictures to be on a blinking iphone or a, a Huawei, we keep other mobile devices do exist um you know so i try and encourage them to to use it and but the, you know the fact is most people probably the largest screen they've got is a 12 inch tablet yeah and that, that is what they're going to look at it on um so yeah i mean modern tablets these days are pretty good calibration uh, pretty good with color control um so yeah i mean pff, don't worry about it that's my advice to myself well, thanks very much for your question, Ignacy. And that's it for today. Back tomorrow for the second Tech Free Tuesday, where it's a free-for-all question-wise. Ask what you like in terms of art or business or emotions or even personal, Kevin. Tomorrow, uh, it being episode 98, we're just a few shows away from episode 100. Kev, have a good day. See you for TFT tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Fujicast is an independent Loading Zone production. Goodbye, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. We're back tomorrow with another show. Well, unless we're fired, we'll talk to you then. Goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye. Goodbye.